This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 675 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Trust Design. Welcome to the Dressage Radio Show, the longest-running dressage podcast in the world. The official podcast of the United States Dressage Association. Here are your English dressage hosts, Reese and Philip. On today's show, we're celebrating 10 years of podcasting with our original producer and head of the Horse Radio Network, Glenn Hebert. Congratulations, guys. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, I got it. I looked it up, and you started your first show was May thirty first of two thousand twelve. That was your first time hosting, and then Philip came on a month later because you got sick of hanging out with me. Um, (laughs) And it was June twenty first of two thousand twelve. So about three weeks, you put up with me for three weeks, and said I then said I know this guy Phil. Um, I think he'd be great. (laughs) We had we we had some trial co-hosts. We did. We had some a couple of people that came on, and um, they just weren't the right fit. And so then I was like, we we kind of decided. We kind of talked about it. And we're like, do you do you have any male horse friends? I was like, I have one. <laughs> I know this guy from Canada. And I he's know this. Pretty, he's pretty cold all the time, but he's a nice guy. Yeah. That's I remember I him her describing you actually. So there I, you go. How did you know each other? We ended up meeting each other at the Young Dressage Horse Trainers Conference hosted uh, by Scott Hassler at Harmony Dressage. Hilltop. It was Hilltop. 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 It was the first host. Yeah. Wow. So we we met each other there, actually. And we met, Phil, what what year was that? Oh, I don't remember. And we had known each other a couple years. And we always seemed to hang out together and sit together. And we had a lot of the same... um, just philosophies and training horses and we all enjoyed hanging out together and it was really fun and that's how we knew each other and so we had known each other a couple years and then that's when I was like I think I actually know somebody that's along the same lines that was really important to us when we were picking another co-host because Glenn and I knew each other from from Kentucky and doing a couple events together and um, Glenn I did some I did some recipes with Reese because you found out That's I right. liked to cook. That's right. You came on horses in the morning in the early days. In the early days, yeah. like super early and, days. And dressage, dressage radio show in the early days, too. We were just looking back into mm-hmm. the archives of show notes. And so um, we we were not technically the first hosts of dressage radio show. But Reese was a guest on the second episode ever. I was. You, you were. Do you do you remember yeah. that? No, no. I guess remember. I have the worst memory. Like I, I truly, I can't remember it happened. Basically, that was yesterday. in two thousand nine. You did that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dressage oh, radio wow. show started in two thousand nine. Yeah. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. I don't remember that. Chris was hosting then, and you were the second guest. Who was she with? She was with somebody famous, right? Um, uh, w. McDonald. Yeah. There we oh. go. <laughs> And they had me on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, in 2009, um, that's when I had Casper. And I was actually uh, on the short list that year with him. And he was competing internationally. He had won a couple big CDIs. So I guess I was the up-and-comer. 
at that point. Um, yeah, that's right. I came on. I remember I was in my mom's office at the old farm with terrible internet. So I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. But um, yeah, it, it was really true. That happened. So and that we uh, re- met- real life is happening right now. My husband's coming in. This is actually what really happens during the show. My husband comes in. <laughs> Travis is giving us a thumbs Hi, Travis. up. Happy 10 year. He's waving to the boys right now. <laughs> so I met you before that, probably around 2008, as we were doing the World Equestrian Game show. And that's when we, you met Jennifer first, I think, and then Mm -hmm. somewhere at a conference or something. And then uh, we met after that because we were doing the WEG show. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I met Jen at that, All Tech was doing, kind of leading up to the games, they did a bunch of like meet and greets, I guess, or or little, little talks with local professionals. And Jen was in the audience and I was speaking. I don't remember what I was speaking on, but... Jen came up to me afterward and gave me her card and said, you know, we'd love, we're local. We'd love to meet you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And, um, yeah. She got home. I remember her talking about how dynamic you were and how she really liked you. Uh, I remember her to this day talking about that. I still really like her. (laughs) We are truly friends. I think that's, I think that's why the show works so well is like, we actually are truly all friends. And we all like working together. Uh, and we, we get like along, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, of, you know, it's true. Of, uh, the shows that have been around forever, but Jamie and you know Helena and everybody. I mean, we all are friends. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you can't do this this long if you don't get along with your co-host. <laughs> oh, it's true. And we hang out off air. And I, I really, Phil is is one of my biggest, if not my biggest, um, confidant. And Phil, Phil doesn't tell you how it is. Like, that's what I like about Phil. He'll be like, that off is terrible. I'll show him the video. He's like, don't show that video to anyone else. <laughs> you thought it was wonderful but, and Phil's well, going, think, oh, that sucks. I think that's part of being a good friend is, is, yeah, is you know, you know, being honest and, and, you know, and, 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 and your, and your friendship can survive a, a bit of, a bit of honesty because mm-hmm. you know it comes from a good place it comes from a supportive place but you know uh, oh, well when you, tell, when you say something positive to me i'm just like oh i don't <laughs> like it it's good well, finally i yeah, get something I that's fun. how our student that's how my students feel also <laughs> you know so yeah it's, it's like a real achievement but no truly i mean we have we phil and i have traveled all over the world now um for looking at horses and doing that and also with the show and we all we hang out our 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 my husband and his, and Meredith Phil's wife we all get along great we went to your guys's wedding we had a blast um so it, it you really even went to a fun. rave with them yeah that's right I did <laughs> I did that's I, Las I Vegas that's Las Vegas right Las Vegas <laughs> was that your first <laughs> rave Reese oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. totally yeah, I've never been to a rave before. I, I don't think I've actually been to one since, but COVID did happen in there, so that's not really a place you want to go. Uh, I would definitely go again with Phil and Meredith. Like, they know the, they know the, the job. They know the rave uh, scene, huh? Yeah, they do. That's right. you, it's like a, and you know what? When you them. meet Phil, I'm, now, now talk about honesty. Here's honesty. When you yeah. meet Phil, you would think he was the last guy ever to go to a rave. Uh, never in a million years no, would you guess. No, that. when you go to a rave with Phil, no, I, I'm going to disagree on that one. Do you? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I like to have drinks, and but but the, you know, the rave philosophy is all about it, it's plur, you know, peace, love, unity, and respect. And I I really 
you know, that's it's you. I, it's kind of hippie culture too, you know. Well, so, yeah, that's what it that's is. You. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, that I, you know, if if uh, you know, don't cause problems, don't add negativity, just be positive and and uh, you know, have a good time. Yeah, that's totally you, actually. And Meredith, too. Just but when you people. first meet Phil, he just kind of comes across <laughs> as this straight-laced guy who, you know, uh, stays home every night. That's what comes. I mean, that's yeah, what... <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I, I've, I've met some listeners, and, I, and uh, you know, in real life, I think I'm kind of awkward, and I don't, you know, I don't know what to say, or, or you know, like, unlike Reese is complete opposite. She's, you know, she's out there, she's welcoming, she's super friendly, you know. Reese has never met a stranger. Like she, you'll be best friends with Reese right away. I think I, I think I come across as kind of standoffish and uh, maybe a bit grumpy, but that's just <laughs> I'm self conscious, right? You when know, Reese like, and I, I walk I in a room together, you know we're yeah. there. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I know. It's hey, true. Hey, Is I it... have some stats for you. You want to hear some stats? Oh, yeah. We yes. Like yeah, I right. was going to talk about Phil being grumpy. <laughs> We can get back to that later. Especially in the winter. Hey, by the way, auditors, we have a special treat for you tonight. Hang around. We're going to do a post show for you (laughs) after. So uh, then we'll really get into what rave culture is like for Phil. Um, (laughs) So this we've done 674 of these episodes total. Uh, As I said, restarted in May of 2012, June for Phil. Um, You guys uh, have had. 1200 plus guests. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, I, we've moved hosting providers for the show, for the old shows like this one, uh, a couple of times. So I don't even have an exact count of the number of downloads because it's changed a few times, but I know it's in the millions. Um, you've done 400 freaking dressage training tips. What the hell are you talking about for 400 <laughs> dressage training we tips? Know, well, that's why we asked our guests to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of tipped out. That's why we asked the guests. We're like, what do you, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> I remember when you were like at, T- 10 or 20 and you were gone what are we going to talk about you've done 400 <laughs> like, that's just crazy so yeah, it's, uh, there's always something to talk about in dressage and, and even if even if it's kind of the same thing it's a little you know we can add a different spin on it or or take it from a different perspective and yeah. and you know the our our guests that help us with the tips um you know like I said, even even if they're they're the same tip, every trainer has something different that they bring to the table. So that's that's been um, the 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 easy thing to to uh, to figure out. And we're real life trainers. I mean, we do this job every day. That's what we do. We show we we train horses all day long. So if there are times when you know it, it gets interesting and somebody doesn't answer the phone or something happens and I'm like, what happened to you today? What happened to you today? And we can almost always come up with something unique, um, which is kind of cool. Cause this is, this is truly our, our side gig. This is what we do Thursday nights. So uh, it, it's been, that's why it works really well. Cause at the end of the day, we can, we can, we can hold it. We can hold our own. We can chat for a long time about not much at this point. How huh, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I also took a look at the country breakdown and uh, this is all of your episodes added up. You have 79% in the United States listen, 6% in Canada, 5% in Australia, 2% in the UK, and there's been 70 other countries that have listened to at least one episode. Oh. oh that's Come on, mean. Canada. 
Come on, Kayla, you got to get going, Phil. <laughs> well, we only have 10% of the population of the U.S., so... That's about six, right. 6%, That's 6% about right. Okay. is probably, you know... Uh, close to bang on, right? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Well, and actually, you have more of an international audience with this show than we do, let's say, on Horses in the Morning. Um, wow. We're more in the eighty-five percent U.S., so you actually have a, a bigger audience. And some of the shows are almost all U.S. So, uh, and uh, you know, but I would expect that with the dressage show, yeah. wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's more international. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have expected that, too. Um, Shout out to all the international listeners. Thanks. Keep your friends coming. <laughs> <Yes>. Speaking <laughs> of thanks, there's some people we have to thank. And, and we really don't have much of a plan for this show other than we're going to have some listeners come on and talk to us here in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, but I, I did want to thank Kentucky Performance Products. They've been uh, a sponsor on this show really since the beginning. And... Uh, you know, it's interesting. I went to Karen, who you heard from, what, a couple of weeks ago here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Karen when the network first started, and it was with Stable Scoop, I think. Uh, the first show we did with Helena it started in 2008. And I went to her and I said, look, I'm doing this crazy thing called podcasting. Um, we didn't even know each other very well then. Uh, and we had lunch together. I remember the place we had lunch. And I showed her, look, I, the, we don't have any listeners right now, but I think it's going to be a thing someday. I, it took longer than I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she was just a believer from the beginning. And she started sponsoring. She started sponsoring then the Dressage Show. She's still our biggest sponsor to today with four different shows she sponsors. And she's been sponsoring Horses in the Morning, which we're coming up on 3,000 episodes. Um, she sponsored Horses in the Morning since day one. So she's been the Friday sponsor on Horses in the Morning since we started. Uh, so a big shout out to Karen. She's been a believer in podcasting since before podcasting was a thing and nobody even knew how to listen. And, uh, you know, I, do, I can honestly say the network, you guys, me, Jamie, everybody else that hosts shows here, all 21 shows now, would not be here if it hadn't been for Karen. Because without her yeah. support in the beginning, we wouldn't have made it. She's the best. Yeah. So she's a fantastic, yeah, she's a fantastic person and, and a great guest when she comes on. She certainly knows her, you know, nutrition stuff and and the products the products from Kentucky Forums products are great. So please, you know, help out help us out by helping out the people who have supported us over the years. And she's genuine. She's talk about friends. The, yes. Another interesting thing that's happened over the years that I didn't expect with the Horse Radio Network and your show and, and all the shows is we become good friends with the sponsors. And mm-hmm. the, you know we have a lot of sponsors that have been with us for five, ten years, and that's unheard of yeah. in podcasting. Um, but you know, Karen's become a good friend. She checked on me, and I've had my health problems over the last couple of years. She's checked on me regularly. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. I, maybe she was just protecting her investment. You think that oh, was it? I think she was. She was like, what's going on? But I think that's actually something really also important. We do not recommend anything on our show. And so the, Phil and I were pretty specific about this when we started, um, was if we recommend a product, we use the product, number one. We've, tre- we've tested them. And then we use them on our own horses. And I think that's really important to know about us and about the show. Because we don't want to – we're not just doing it. We want to make sure people understand that – um, they're really good products, and and we believe in them. So that and that's true across the whole network. We've turned a lot mm-hmm. of sponsors down. Some that have been very mad yeah. at me, um, but we yeah. could. We tried the product, and they didn't work for us. And they they may yeah. work for somebody else, you know. And that's fine. It's just that if they don't work for us, we can't recommend it. And so you know, right. that's pretty much right. across the whole network. We feel that way. 
So, so yeah, congratulations. I'm so proud of you guys. And especially Reese, because I I lied to her at the beginning. I said, (laughs) uh, you only have to do this for three months. We just need somebody to fill in. Um, So totally lied to me. I I bought a hook, hook, line, and sinker, but glad I'm really, uh, it's been an honor to be a part of this show. And and Phil, I, I don't speak for you, but I think I can speak for you. It's been an amazing adventure and taken us places that we wouldn't have gone without it. And we look forward to three more months. <laughs> I, I mean, we, I, what I really like is, uh, you know, the community that, that Glenn has built, you know, um, you know, through cruising and, and, and all of that, all of that stuff, like you said, with sponsors, you know, it, it, it feels like a, a genuine, uh, like a community and, uh, well, our and auditor been, group, especially, part, you know, the support from people and the. And then, and then you added the auditor room on Facebook. I know I don't check it out as much as I should, but I, it's just great to you know get emails from our listeners slash friends slash auditors. Um, you know that that that, that that's yeah. really special. Do you yeah. want to talk to one of them? Yeah. You want to do that? We want to talk to one of them. Uh. Well, tonight we are so excited because we are still having our party and we have some of our favorite listeners they've been on the show before they're great supporters they help us with content we just love them we have ruth mccormick and nancy jones on the show ruth welcome thank you so much it's so exciting to be here for a 10th anniversary no, I, Ruth, I can't even remember because we have seen you at a lot of fun events. We get to see you <laughs> guys a have. lot. I'm not sure where we first met. Do you remember? I have a really bad memory. So, oh, I think that I'm not sure. I, I know we met at, um, I don't think we met at the 2010 WEG, but I know that we met in Omaha because Stacey Westfall was with us that day, in fact. With you, she was I my roommate. Me, but... Yeah, we. She was my roommate. We had so much fun that time, right. Stacy. Yeah, right. we, we we stayed in the same room and we had a, was, we had a big time. Ruth, was it, was the cruise before or after Omaha? The cruise was after Omaha. Okay. okay. The cruise was 2020, uh, 2020? 2018. 2018, I think Omaha yeah, was I think 2017 right. because yeah. I have the shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, we had a great listener meetup there. That was so fun. Stacy Westfall was with us. Bill, we had a great time out in Omaha. That was a, yeah. I, I think that was an unexpected good time. Aren't they going back to Omaha soon? Yeah, next. next they year. are next year, right? They are. I'm yeah. hoping to be there. They yeah, Phil and I haven't talked time. about it, but we'll we'll probably make it. We'll make an appearance. I, we haven't talked about it, but it'll probably happen. It, we, we had a great time. Which we didn't think we'd say that about Omaha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize to all our Nebraska listeners. Yeah, sorry, no, everybody. We love. Oh, we loved it. Yeah. And then uh, Nancy, you're you've been a longtime supporter of the show. We we get your emails all the time, and so I think probably between Ruth and Nancy, um, have you have you guys listened to all the shows? All of the I haven't radio for shows. 10 years, but for about seven years, I think. I, I listened to all the episodes before Reese, in fact, and yeah. all of your episodes. Yes, we were, we were just talking about that, um, yeah. you know, before you guys came on. Yeah. So, so I Nancy. Rem- uh, I, went to, yeah, I, I went to reminisce, and I was going to scoot through the episodes. I picked some, I, I have some favorites, but um, 
there, there are so many, you know, that it really was mind boggling when you, you know, you know what the episode number is on the show, but then you go into the archives and you're like, oh my goodness, all the people they've spoken to and all the great content. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Nancy, um, you know, maybe you can, you can tell us a little bit about what you like about the show and maybe your favorite guests or, you know, any, any of that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, I really enjoy the banter between Reese and Phil. Um, they do a good job. I love hearing about their exploits at the beginning of every show. And in terms of favorite episodes, I was thrilled. I would encourage any listener to email Phil and Reese. If you have a great story idea, they ran with um, a story idea I sent to them to cover Mimi Stanley of Prairie Rose Dressage Training Center in Bismarck, North Dakota, when we did the book club on Robert Dover's The Gates to Burians and the interview with Robert. I loved hearing about Karen and Oreo, and I loved Karen's mm-hmm. tips. I think I learned so much about pasture management and turning horses out in pasture and the sugar content varying. That was really eye-opening for me. Um, Wendy Murdoch is a favorite guest, and i have purchased her lookup glasses and keeps me from staring at my horse's ears when I'm riding. Those and are the best. Then, I love that. <laughs> That's good. I, know. I love that. And then um, I also really enjoyed, I've only shown through second level, but um, I've had the good fortune to uh, ride, lease, and take lessons on FEI horses. So I've done canter pirouettes and tempi changes and piaf and so forth. And I really enjoyed the series that you did several years ago on uh, Through the Levels, where you had oh, different yeah. guests. That was just really exciting to hear the the um, descriptions of what to do at each level. And as I said, even though I've not shown through those levels, because I've had riding experience, it was it meant a great deal to me to to hear that instruction. So those were some of my favorites. And... Um, I just love the show moves quickly. I look forward. I wait every week for each episode to appear in my podcast list. And it's one of the first things I do is listen to it when it's active. So um, I really enjoy the show and you're both both great co-hosts and look forward to many more years. Oh, that is so nice. Thank you so Don't much. Don't keep Maybe that up. They're going to ask for a raise know, if you I'm keep like, that what? up. Don't do that. I'm like, so. what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Ruth, you've been with us from the beginning, literally. And uh, <laughs> so tell us, what are some of your favorite episodes? Well, it's funny that Nancy mentioned banter because I know, Glenn, for Horses in the Morning, it's always about the banter when you ask people their absolute favorite stuff. So I think that that is great that it's also the dressage show and the fact that we have fun. And, you know, many people don't think dressage people ever have fun. So um, I think we've, I think Reese and Phil put a, you know, put a lie to that. Um, you know, it's funny. I It's funny that Nancy said that because the Patty Mayer series on the level, up the levels, I thought was just fabulous. And it was funny that she was just on talking about when the test changed you know, doing some of it, doing it or some of it again, and that would be fabulous. And the, no, the other thing, it. yeah, absolutely. Um, the Andrea Ariati. Now, I don't have kids, but I will tell you, I want to go ride with her. I want to like be a little pony clubber riding with all the stuff she did. And I remember when, you know, on a previous interview, the 
all the really engaging stuff for children that she does. And then, you know, she was just on. So I think that's like really, really fabulous. But I like, yes. I like all different best. content. She is the best. She and Angela is yeah. the best. Can we bring her on? Because I, I agree. Like if I had kiddos, I, I also, I'm with my niece, like I, I take the ideas for my niece, but like, that's why we bring her on because it's so important that the kids get the right start. And she is the perfect person for it. So had to do that. I think she's just kind of, she's positive and she's fun. And, and, you know, she, she, you know, last, uh, last episode we had her on and she was talking about like, um, adventures with your horse to go on. Like who, who wouldn't like that? Right. Right. I know. (laughs) Well, even like, and all how it's all learning, but it's, it's disguised as, you know, is fun. And it's, you know, not like, it's not like today we're going to learn this. We're going to, you know, paint our horse or whatever. I mean, it sounded like a lot, you know, but you fun, couldn't yeah. help but love it. <laughs> fun. The, I love the, it. The other thing is, you guys, it was so funny, the last book <laughs> for the balancing act, when, Reese, I would swear that you said you were still reading the book the day that you did the show. So that really kept me up. I'm, I'm always struggling. I'm always struggling to, like, finish the book because I, I – I don't get a. I don't start right away, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm getting behind. They're going to talk about it before I finish it. <laughs> I was. I, I got it. Like I had like five more pages right before we started, so I was like leaf through them. But I actually went back and, and read it because I I had had gotten COVID, so I was really planning on reading it, and then I really didn't feel like doing anything. So um, that that does happen sometimes. Uh, but that was actually a really, really good book and worth, like I didn't, I, it was part of it. I couldn't really concentrate, but I went back because that was such yeah, a I, I, re, I reread it too, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, um, finishing, finishing that book and then, and then going back to reread it, you kind yeah. of, you, you know, you refresh because again, I, I was, I was like, oh, you know, first couple of chapters, first few chapters, I'm just like, oh, you know, what is this, you know, is the, is the entire book going to be like this really negative about about the sport in which I compete at right and he's you know and and mm-hmm. but 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 it was good points it's just you got to finish it and then go back and start it again and and, yeah. and then you you kind of look at it in a little bit of a different light or that's the way I felt about that book so anyway yeah. so I reread those it have been fun the book club that, that came to me one morning honestly I was watching the today show and I was like they have a book club. Like I was like, I literally texted Bill like right then. I'm like, I think we should do a book club. <laughs> Cause I, <laughs> and I think it's been one of the, I think it's been, it's been awesome. Um, just for us too. Cause it brings new life into what we're doing and what's out there. And we really do talk with Martha at horse and rider books and we have to add her in. She's been awesome in the whole show. Yeah, Trafalgar, Trafalgar Square books. They do a fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Really, and yeah. she she jumped on it with us, and she provides us. Phil and I get the books, which have been great for our students because we have quite a nice library. And uh, we will. I everybody has asked there. I I actually did a list of all the books, and we will make sure, Glenn. <clears throat> we uh, will get that up somewhere someday. Uh, of all someday, I think it's actually in Glenn's email, email at this point. But we will make sure we get that up because everyone's been asking. Uh, all of the book clubs that we've done um, that that's been a really cool addition to, and I think also helped the community of the show. So I, I think that's a great point. Well, guys, we thank you for listening for all this time and being and supporting recent Philip like you have over 10 years. And, and by the way, 
ideas. Yeah, the yeah, ideas are great. You're in rarefied air. I, I tried looking it up here, and it, it appears that you're in the top what would probably be quarter percent of podcasters that ever make it to 10 years. So, you know, there's 99.99% that don't. So congratulations on that. And and also podcast listeners that listen to a show for 10 years. So, so 10 years, yeah. we have to thank you for listening <laughs> yes, to that. That's right. You put up with them. Okay, now they're not here. So Ruth, do you ever get mad at them? Mad at them? No, but I'm always telling them things that they don't seem to hear through the, through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I Email us. <laughs> I listen in the car. I have a long trip to the barn, and I have these notes, and I actually don't always send them, but I always have something to say. <laughs> Sometimes I send them. Sometimes I don't. Those like, are the comments we get on the morning show, to too. Say. It's it's the things we didn't say. It's like, why didn't you bring that up? You know, it's, that's what people get mad at us about. <laughs> well, oh, we appreciate well, it. We love up. it. We love emails. Sorry. You brought one thing up, though. The whole discussion of keeping a horse in retirement and kind of how you they always had, Reese, you always had plans for kind of their future and i have a 25 year old mayor who's colicked and and had prp for her oxen stifles all in one week and it ah. brings home how oh, hard it word. is to keep your your i mean she's still she's still going um <laughs> she made it through but it's kind of like i keep thinking that discussion that you and phil had about that so anyway yeah. but i it's been a great source of learning you know both um you know a lot more about horses and training and equipment and um, but still fun and great people in the sport, like all the para people and um, that Kentucky youth volunteer you ha- winner that you had. I don't remember her name. Yes. Um, she was fabulous. So I love the way you guys bring it all together in a fun and educational way. Aww, well, thank you guys. And we can't do it without our listeners. And we thank you all and keep sharing us and telling your friends. That's what keeps us going. And um, we truly enjoy it. And, and we love we love hearing from you guys because that's actually why we do it. Which is really Well, fun. we are delighted to be a part of it today. And congratulations on your 10th anniversary. I'm just so thrilled to have the opportunity to celebrate with you. Well, that was fun. It's always good to have the listeners on the show, especially ones that have listened to every episode since he started. So we also want to thank Total Saddle Fit and Trust Designs. They've been with us. Well, we figured it out. Total Saddle Fit started in 2014 or 15. Uh, I think 15. Yeah. 15. Yeah. 2015. That's seven years of, of having a wonderful sponsor and, and, and uh, a great guy is Justin. We can shoot him emails anytime. And, uh, um, you know, it, it's it more from Total Saddle Fit into Trust Design, and all the products are great, and you know, and we use them, and we and we've tried them out, just like we said. We 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 really thank, you know, all of our sponsors that have come on the show and and helped us to create, uh, hopefully, a, a fun and interesting dressage podcast. I don't think Glenn really uh, really thought that that's what this you know this could be. No, (laughs) I'm a horse husband. No, we don't think dressage is going to be interesting in any way. Podcast, (laughs) it'll be you know really dry and boring. But that's what I was going to bring up. We we did change it in the early years. You guys, it was much more of an interview show because that's what it was before you started. And Mm -hmm. then you know at some point, I think it was about a year in when you guys were about a year in, we did we had a discussion about changing it to more of a training show. 
because that's really where mm-hmm. your strong points were, right? Um, yes. And I think really that's when the show took off with, with you guys hosting. I really do think that's when it found its place, when it's, it's found its rhythm. And that's when you guys became most comfortable. I think so too. I think that was actually really helpful for us because that's where we were, especially in the early days, we were actually more comfortable talking back and forth and sort of doing our own program. I would say now, you know, we've, we've had the pleasure of interviewing what 1200 people or something. Uh, Now there's a lot of, you know, reoccurring people, but now it's not such an anxiety ridden thing. (laughs) In the beginning, it was really nerve wracking, especially when we got big names on. Oh, Oh, there's still one name I can't bring on this show because uh, Reese will just die of a heart attack. So I will die of a heart attack if Charlotte Dijardin comes on the show. I will. I don't know if I could do it. Like I'd be so nervous. And she's very nice. Like she seems lovely. I think I'd just die. (laughs) But um, we've had some really, really amazing guests. And actually, the Olympians and the really big namers are usually pretty fun to interview because they're so used to interviewing. That right. they make it really easy. Yeah, they've done it before, you know, so mm-hmm. they know how to mm-hmm. talk. Uh, yeah, they know how to talk and they know, they, they just know how to, they know how it runs. And it's really fun and easy with them. And you can usually get them, like ask them, Phil's really good. Phil's actually kind of bad cop. And I'm like, <laughs> I won't ever ask this sort of really, like, Phil will ask the hard questions. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I try to come up with interesting um, questions that, that, I, that I actually want to know. You know, and uh, and of course, our show is recorded. So, you know, sometimes sometimes there's an edit that has to go in. And, and you know, you know, maybe I maybe I ask the wrong questions or I ask a question in, in the wrong way and, and whatever. But, uh, I, you know, I, I, I like we like to have interesting content in which people, um, you know, people want to want to listen to. But but back back to where we transitioned you know, into doing more tips and things like that. I mean, I, I never thought that people would be interested in what, you know, what I have to say about a topic. So that's, you know, that's where, you know, at first it was, it was difficult. It was like, well, I'm not, uh, I'm not a world champion. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I know a little bit about dressage. I take a bunch of lessons and, but, but all of my coaches are like Olympians and, and those are the people, like I always thought like, those are the people who we, we need to interview. But, um, you know, once I got comfortable, once we have a topic and I, and I have, I get comfortable in talking about it, I realize that, yeah, I do have a lot of things to say and, and maybe they're not all, you know, not everybody would agree with what I'm, what I'm saying, but, but this is, you know, I'm just trying to give my perspective on, on how, you know, how I would personally think about horse training and, and how I would personally train a horse and right or long, right or wrong. I mean, I, I know I've, I've learned a lot over the years and, and, you know, through book club and our guests and whatever, I, I'm constantly learning. That's what I, that's what I love about the sport is that the, there's, you never, you never stop learning. And, uh, and for sure, you know, for myself, this show has actually helped me to to learn and and just in talking through topics i'm like oh you know when when i finish when we finish recording a show on a tip or something like that i'm like oh yeah you know whether somebody else says something or whether i say something that just sort of triggers a thought in my brain and then i go go out riding the next day and like oh you know we should i should try that and and so it's not just our listeners who who we're we're educating it's ourselves as well Mm -hmm. 
when I speak at podcasting conferences, one of the first things I put on the screen is they come for the content, but they stay for the host. So listeners will search dressage and come, but they're only hanging around if they like you guys. And, and you know, Ruth said that, right? Uh, they both said that. They both said they like hearing the banter. And it's one of the complaints we've gotten on the morning show is we have too many guests and they want just more of us, which is counterintuitive <laughs> to what we think as hosts. You know, yeah, we're like, yeah. oh, it's, why are they... Why they listen to us just talk, right? Uh, but that's what they like because they're staying because of you guys. They're not hanging around. Mm-hmm. If you don't like, you try a podcast, you don't like the host, you're not hanging around. I don't care how much the content is relevant for you. Uh, and that's true. that's true. And that's why, Phil, that's why they care about what you say, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it does take, we all have a little bit of an impo- I'm a horse husband. I've done more podcast episodes than anybody in the horse world. And I'm a freaking horse husband that's never trained a horse in his life. <laughs> so, but yet with the probably 6,000 guests that I've interviewed, I probably know more about the horse world than, than most anybody because we've talked about it all, right? We've covered it all. So, you know, you don't, I find with our shows, especially, that the more interesting hosts are the ones who are not the super high level professionals. They're the, they're the ones, who, and you guys are Grand Prix riders though. So, I mean, there is that, I mean, it's not like you're not, uh, but you're not a, you're necessarily Olympians and that's okay because you're, you're relatable. You know, it's very hard to relate to an Olympian, especially when you get into show jumping and things where they ride 30 horses a day that are all worth a million dollars plus. Um, it's hard to relate to that, but they can relate with to what you guys say. So I think that's why it works. Yeah. Well, we try. I mean, I mean we work really hard at, and we talk about and, and really try to create content and things that we think are interesting and that will fit with most of the audience or someone would say, oh, yeah, you know, I could see that happening. Or I think that's really important to us is we don't just talk about Grand Prix all the time because that's not. Um, it's fun to talk about and it's fun to talk about all those things, but it's not as relatable. And, and we do try to really pay attention to that with content. What has well, some... and, and yeah, yeah I think just uh, in, in our day-to-day lives, we're not, you know, our, our bread and butter is the adult amateur. So we know, we know those people and, and, and the, you know, not so fancy horses and, and we train those too. And, and, and so, when we're looking for content or, you know, things that we think will be interesting is we try to highlight, uh, you know, we have our amateur spotlight. We have our, you know, um, because that's, that's where we are. That's where we're all at. I think is just, you know, um, in the trenches, you know, I mean, we have a few really nice horses and, and some, some great, uh, high level clients, but that's not the reality of our day or the reality of our sport. So right. I think that's that's because because 99% are still in that adult amateur class. You know, the, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I, I just, my one little pet peeve is, is adult amateur. That's such a wide term. Mm. You know, the, I have some adult amateurs that are, could be top level professionals. They just don't make their living in, in horses for various reasons. Um, and well, they could be. Alice as Alice Tarjan is an adult exactly. amateur, and she just uh, wrote a Rotterdam. <laughs> and they're both riding in Aachen this week. So again, yeah, that's it, right. It's a it's a wide yeah. Yeah, and I don't think of that as a negative term at all because again, 
I have wide range of what that means. And so um, it really truly just means that your living doesn't come off of horses. Um, but I have some. No, it just amateurs. means you spend all your money on them. That's what yeah, it means. You spend all your money on them. <laughs> but, you know, they work very hard. And so I, that is actually a little bit of a pet peeve of mine in the sense of, I mean, we're all out here and we can all relate. You know, we've all had a horse get hurt right before a competition you've worked for really hard, or you've all had that news that, you know, or you, some days it goes well and it's a good day and, and you can celebrate that day, you know? So I, I hope that we bring that to the show and, and that we really are doing that on a daily basis. We're training horses every day and whatever weather it may be. Um, I get to go south, which is so fun. Uh, and I always feel bad for grumpy Phil in the winter. Um, <laughs> but, um, Especially you know, the last I, couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, cor um, Corona grumpy winter Phil. Yeah, he was really grumpy. grumpy. Oh, <laughs> there's been some time. But um, actually, I also want to thank, our, can I thank somebody else? Paul. Uh, Paul oh, works for yeah. Flintstone Media, and Flintstone Media does a production on a lot of our shows. But Paul's been a trooper with you guys. Uh, He's been so good. <laughs> and he was on the show recently, Phil said. Um, yeah. So Last episode. Yeah, we brought him on. We, we, made, we made him come on. We made him. <laughs> he didn't have a choice. We ganged up on him. And Paul's great. He's from England. Didn't know a damn thing about dressage before he started. Or horses, for that matter. So. Yeah. Uh, but he, he says he's learned a lot about a topic he never wanted to know anything about. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul's been a trooper. He does all the editing, and and everybody over at Flintstone Media is great for us. Uh, they, they help with all of our shows, including Horses in the Morning. So I don't want to ask you guys. I have a couple of questions, and okay. I, I don't want to ask you what your favorite episodes are because that drives me crazy when people ask that of me because I have a 100 of them. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just hard to pick one. So I want to ask, start with Reese. What surprised you the most doing this show? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I, again, I came on for three months. That was my initial thought was I'm, I'm coming on to help Glenn. You know, he needed some help. He needs to find a host. Um, little did I know I would be here 10 years later. <laughs> um, but it truly, not to sound silly, but it really is the community that we've created and we kind of continue to try to find ways to create a community with the show. That has been really cool and something I didn't see coming. Um, and I, I was thinking about it driving home today from a meeting and like, you know, the places that we've gone again, uh, world equestrian games we covered, um, and try on, I'll never forget when, um, we had just come in, uh, to the press tent, we, you were checking us in, Glenn, you were showing us where, and a, a fight broke out at the um, endurance. I have never seen a group of people run so fast. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. I just remember standing there like, where are Everybody we? from, yeah, the, the media the media area <laughs> just cleared out. It's... Cleared out. We were like, we should start running too, I guess, because everyone else is running. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. You know, we've gone to, to World Equestrian Games. We've gone to World Cups. Um, you know, we, we've done some things that I, I would never you know I maybe have gone would have gone as a spectator but I I didn't necessarily like when I signed up for the I didn't know what I honestly didn't really know what I was signed up for um <laughs> but I I love that we've been able to create I didn't something. know what you signed up for either so there was yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. And, and and the other thing is and and I think Phil can say this I mean we're we're self-employed right like it, but we're not we've actually worked for the horse radio network I work for your company, Glenn, longer than I've worked for anyone else ever. <laughs> Just saying. This is the longest so job I've had, actually. Yeah, could you give me a good rack <laughs> if I ever need it? Yeah, I, I'll do that. Yeah, I think go. I can do that. So, so um, Phil, what surprised you the most? 
Um, I think just the evolution of podcasting and now how like universal and popular it is. I mean, when we first started doing this and, you know, trying to get guests and whatever, and you said like, oh, we've got this podcast going on, like, and people are like, it goes on your iPod or like, <laughs> what? You know, people didn't like, uh, and dressage radio show, you know, what, what time can I listen and what, mm. what, what station what is station? it on? What, yeah. station? <laughs> what station is it on? It's just yeah. like, how long, you know, and, and for sure there was a lot of years, you know, we were trying to explain that for years and then, and then it's just, it took off and, and, uh, the pandemic accelerated it even further. And now when you say, can you come on our podcast? People know exactly what you're talking about. They, they probably listen to three or four podcasts, you know, or they, they know the player, they, they know how it is now. And, and that's just, it's made it so much easier, but um, just being a, uh, maybe a bit of an insider on on that evolution of of how it's going. We you know we we joke about it, but we are pioneers in podcasting. We started well, you know I started is, yeah. yeah I started when you are yeah but you I are. started in yeah. 2006. You, you guys are on with you. You yeah. guys are still 10 years in. There's very few podcasters that are podcast for 10 years we kind of built we didn't know what we were doing even when you guys came on board we still didn't know what we were doing um, well the, the rural internet was just so oh, so bad terrible. and like oh, do you remember when i had bad internet yes like i finally got good internet when my husband's company got funded <laughs> now we have better internet. but i had bad or internet just, for a long time you know just the like skype you couldn't record on skype so you had to have a third um you know you had to have third-party software recording like that was so difficult. <laughs> it is. It was everything was difficult. I mean, everything we yeah. did back then was difficult to do. Um, it and you know, hosting wasn't like it is now. So we were we had to host ourselves, and it there was problems with that from the back end. We had a lot of things that we had to kind of figure out, and there was no roadmap. We were making the roadmap in podcasting. We were we were one of the original ones that were out there figuring out how to do all this stuff because nobody knew how to do it. And there were no <laughs> rules, you know, there, there are yeah. no rules. You know, it, when I first got our first sponsors, like, how much do I charge them? I have no idea because there's no, there was no, there's no formula. Precedent. There was no precedent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so. Glenn, do you remember the rules that we set up? So Phil and I both have had rules about what we would do on the podcast. So my rule was I don't do anything technical. That's like, nice. I don't even know how to And that's still true. Like, it's still <laughs> yeah. true. Like, I won't I do it. Like, if I can't. For, yeah. I, all I do is log on to Skype, everybody. That is it. I log on to Skype, and that is it. Now, Phil will do some technical stuff, but Phil, what's your rule? What you won't do? Um, well, I, I won't do live. You won't do live? No, she, no he won't. He hates coming <laughs> he on. When we did he live on Horses it. in the Morning, getting him on that show was a nightmare. <laughs> drag him on. And you're so good. Like, you, you'd be yeah, great I, I, just, I, don't, I don't know why, but I... Then it's just, <laughs> you won't it, do it. it. It's like... <laughs> Now, now I could probably do it. I, I would do it, but yeah. it just it, it it kicks up my anxiety to the next level, <laughs> and it's just mental. I, that's true. I think it's because I I told you when when I was I did it. I Glenn asked me when he's like I get a text like Can you please come on in thirty minutes? I, my co-host is sick or something. I don't remember what the story was, and I was like Sure, no problem, because I'm like I'll just sit there and like just hang out. Well, <laughs> the next thing I know, we're live, and Glenn Glenn gets gone. And I'm like, oh, I remember I almost flipped out of my chair. So I was like, oh, I've got to do something now. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah, the, the other thing is that, like, I, I am known to swear. 
And so <laughs> I, I would hate for any of those, don't really. any of those bad words to slip out. Yeah. They've slipped out a few times, but they get edited. Yeah. For all of yeah, I've heard them a few times off air uh, doing the dressage mm-hmm. show over the years. Well, c- congratulations again, guys. You've, uh, again, you've done something that very, 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 very few people have. And on a topic that nobody would have guessed could have lasted. <laughs> <laughs> 13 years total well, now. Thanks, thanks for believing in us and making this happen. This has been quite a journey. We're not done, everybody. We're, we're, we're yeah, sure they're leaving now. Uh, 10 we're years is enough. They're quitting yeah, today. We're, we're tired. We're, we're all <laughs> tipped out. We've said everything there we is to say. We are all of those things, but we're still around. Don't worry. You know, if you uh, ever no. get tired of doing tips, we can just go back to the first and start replaying them. Uh, nobody <laughs> will remember know. it was 10 years ago. There, there you go. Except <laughs> so, our tips Ruth were really shaky. We have some supporters that, uh, you know, that, that we know will um, call us out if we try to duplicate any of yeah, those. Yeah, they'll know. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to, one last thing, and that is we definitely drink far less than we used to. There was a period of time where we were drinking a lot during the show. (laughs) That's funny. Especially in the beginning when Phil was nervous. I was like, just just drink, maybe get another one. (laughs) Coping mechanisms, you know, when you don't don't go to school for, for, uh, you know, broadcasting and and get the tips, then you, you learn as you go, I guess. Yeah. Well, you guys have both done a tremendous job. Thank you so much for from me and from Jennifer for doing it for all these years and and for the listeners too. We 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 appreciate you and we hope that you do it for another ten. Nah, cheers to you guys. Thanks so much. And uh, auditors, hang on. We're going to do a bit of a post show for you today.